four to five scene memory flash while being hacked to you know to be saved you know that that's like boom like flash 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 there you go that's all you needed to know that that's that's yeah. how I'm like all right we're good yeah. we saved money and you saved time Hello and welcome to another damn anime podcast. My name is Nick and I will be your host. Here with me is my good buddy, Joe. Joe, how are you doing today? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Another week uh, has come and gone and now we are here to talk about Nier. We are here to slog it out again on the Nier Fest. Uh, yeah, so we are on episode six now. Um, it's uh, It's... Uh, it's it's going different places now from the game. Um, so uh, this whole this whole episode. So this is uh, sixth episode and uh, called Lone Wolf. Um, I know you're always so concerned with which of the letters is bracketed. Then this one, it's the L uh, for. I'm pretty sure no reason whatsoever. It's the first letter as well, opposed to all the others, have, which has been all over the place. So yes, yes, we'll see how it pans out in the end, just for the fun of it. See yeah. if I can see if I can force a logic, you know, out of it. Like, you know, it all equals to the number four or something. We'll see. Ex <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll probably uh, we can use uh, numerology, numer numerology uh, you know, mysticism to probably get to the bottom of that. But we'll we'll just see how it goes. Um, but yeah, so. Um, uh, I guess I'll go ahead and say that, you know, this is a departure from the game. Um, this, I believe the events that happen in this episode are covered in the short-lived manga that there was uh, for a little while. So I did manage to read a little bit of that one time, uh, but I put it aside to do something else, as I always do with everything. Um, but uh, I do know a little bit about what happened at the beginning. So maybe I can shed some light on that. Well, yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and kind of get into the happenings of the episode. Um, so the, the opening of the episode is we see some strange happenings. Uh, looks like kind of found footage, you know, blurry staticky kind of stuff. And um, it's revealed that these images that we're seeing are the memories of Lily, who's a character that we have uh, met a couple times, but hasn't been the main star, um, really uh, hasn't had much screen time since that second episode. Um, but so it looks I like, like how the first image is of so, like a computer defragging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's uh, that, that is a uh, apt. Um, comparison there. So they are androids, so it's something kind of going on. But, you know, in a weird way, that's sort of what your brain is doing when you're dreaming, um, which sort of does come up. Um, uh, qu quickly, they kind of say that androids don't dream, but um, apparently they do relive their memories to some degree uh, because while she seems to be sleeping, she's looking at her memories. I don't, I don't remember if the game really goes into that very much. Um, maybe in a side mission that I didn't do, but, uh, for what I know it, it didn't really, but anyway, so, so, uh, it seems to be Lily's memories. Um, and then, uh, after that, the, 
the opening credits uh, play. And so you kind of you kind of you can kind of guess from what we've seen just in those early moments that it's going to be a Lily episode, uh, at least about her, and uh, probably going to have something to do with her past. And uh, so it goes from there. But yeah, so after that, um, they kind of showed 9S working on this mundane task for launching a hostile life form detection system. Uh, Tubi and Lily are with him, uh, but 9S seems to separate from them as he goes off to try to kind of finish out this project and they're kind of slowly following behind. So they are separated a bit, um, which leaves Lily and Tubi uh, alone together to kind of have a bit of a conversation. So uh, Lily kind of um, takes some, the, the chance to ask uh, to be if androids dream to be just quickly says no that that they don't and then uh, Lily tells to be about a time when another group of Yorha units came to help the resistance which she was fighting in at the time um, and uh, it was during that time that there was another two another number two model that looked exactly like 2B um, in that group, uh, which is uh, kind of why Lily is reminded of the story, I guess, because she's looking at 2B and looks exactly like the other person. She also, it, you know, makes sense because in the, the when Lily first saw uh, 2B, she made a comment about, you know, she, she knew who that was, like, right off the bat, you know, more or less. And so you didn't understand, you know, they didn't quite explain anything else. She just, it was an offhanded comment and then, you know, followed with, you know, partial hostility. Yeah, you're right. Like, uh, Lily held her AK on 2B for a really long time and then let it down. And then what we're about to find out is she kind of, that's like a, a mo or that's like a, a repeat of, of what she had seen somebody do in the past. So yeah, I guess we can kind of jump over into that. So, so basically, you know, they're having sort of this kind of cryptic conversation about dreams and stuff like that. Uh, and that's when Lily uh, begins to tell to be about the story. Um, so that's basically when this, this flashback starts. Um, she she tells her that this group of Yorha units that they were on a mission to destroy a machine server. Uh, which is controlling a bunch of machines, but uh, they were unequipped to complete the mission, um, and so they they kind of uh, met these Yorha units and the and the resistance squad that Lily was with. They met um, on the in the woods at the edge of the beach, and um, uh, let's see. So, uh, I th oh, I'm sorry, I thought that's backwards. I thought the Yorha unit is the one sent out for the mission, and then they ran into the. Uh, resistance and ask because they were asking them for help because they didn't have the manpower to proceed with their mission. You have it right. I probably just flubbed my words up. So, so yeah, it the, was just, yeah, it was just switched. Um, yeah. And that's, and so therefore that's when you get to see the new, the new or the original two model or whatever uh, speak. And it's a very different voice than what you're getting with the current two B. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder if it's the same actress and she's just in a different range, you know? Yeah, it, 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 that could easily be the case. I didn't look it up, but she is speaking, you know, standard 2B is more docile and like monotone, uh, you know, deeper bass. And this one is very much 
anime female like protagonist voice like super high pitched super bubbly like you know she's winning them over with the com- trying to tell them that they're they need comrades and you know it helps uh that's like the key phrase that kind of helps uh break the resistance uh you know tension a little bit uh so because then you find out this resistance group is a bunch of essentially survivors from different you know uh smaller factions and they've kind of just found their way to each other uh, and it happens to be an all-female unit, too. I guess they do uh, say that, yeah. Both the Yoroha and the Resistance are all females. Yeah. Yeah, so it's an all-female group, uh, unlike the one that we saw back in Episode 2. Yeah, so when they encounter each other, it kind of drops in and just shows them sort of at each other's throats to start. Um, but uh, all the res- all the Resistance members have their guns pointed at the Yoroha units. Um and uh, for whatever reason, the the captain of the resistance decides to trust the Yorha units um, without really too much of an explanation. The only, the only explanation that Lily gives is that there's some kind of a you know, humanistic, truthful desperation to the number two units, uh, please. And so they decided to trust I, I looked at it as uh, so the the that resistance leader it, name is Rose, which going by another flower. So yeah, Rose passed the command to Lily. Uh, you know, but what happens is it makes it look like essentially because they've lost a lot of you know they've lost all their friends and they're essentially just uh, they mentioned it's a war of attrition. Uh, so one by one, their their uh, group is dying out and. Essentially, it's a they kind of realize that they're going to have to swing big uh, or pretty much, you know, just give up and die because, you know, so they're they're deciding to participate with the Yorha units to go ahead and try to, you know, stop the the advancing fleet in the Pacific. You don't know where you are uh, in this, you know, map. You just know you're somewhere on a Pacific Rim. And so therefore, you're, they're trying to by shutting on the server they'll shut down the advancements of the units coming, you know, ashore. Um, and right. without doing that, they're going to be wiped out eventually. Yeah. So the thing with, uh, with this, maybe I can shed some light on, on some of the stuff you brought up. So the manga um, that I'm familiar with is, is called the Pearl Harbor descent mission. Um, so it does. So it takes place on, on Hawaii. Um and I remember like reading the beginning of that and there is a number two unit, you know, it, it kind of, um, it kind of, that kind of has a similar beginning to the, the beginning of the game, the beginning of the anime that we saw where they're kind of just getting annihilated. Um, and they end up on the beach, uh, with basically their captain dead and the number two unit basically gets, uh, thrown in as the commander. But at the time that I was reading the manga, I was like, this is this is like two B like, but it doesn't act like anything like the character in the game. I just wrote, wrote it off as being like a younger version of the same character, someone that's not battle hardened yet. Uh, but it's but it's revealed to me um, through the anime now that it's a different two B or it's a different number two unit. So I was like, oh okay, well I guess I guess I just got a bad translation or I wasn't paying attention. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so they are on Hawaii and, and eventually they're going to be on a, a mountain called, uh, called Ka- Ka'ala, 
which I don't remember if that's a real spot, but probably is. And I just don't remember anyway. So there, so there's a little bit of, of that. So for some reason they're on, they're on Hawaii and for some reason, I guess we don't know truly where we are in the other, like later flash forward parts of the, of the anime. We don't know uh, exactly what, what part of the world that they're in. I guess we can assume maybe Japan or something like that. Um, because, uh, yeah, uh, you can also maybe even say California coast because you got everything from the desert to woodland, you know, and everything in between. Yeah. So it, it kind of, you know, you could, if you wanted to, you know, play it that way, but also it's, this is up to thousands of years of in the future post war and all that. So who knows, you know, how many black boxes have eradicated how much of the landscape so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible to know probably unless, Unless uh, there's some secret spot where they told us, but yeah. So so uh, the question I kind of have, which doesn't have anything to do with the episode, but is uh, you know how did Lily make it from Hawaii uh, to wherever they are, um, which I would find interesting, but maybe it's not that interesting of a story. I don't know. Anyway, so so uh, a boat, a boat. <laughs> yeah, probably a boat or something like that. Um, so yeah, so uh, let's see, kind of getting back on track here. Um, so basically, the two groups emerged, and um, and uh, they start to travel together, and they're slow to become allies. They're kind of bickering with each other and kind of competing against each other. But the thing that seems to change that is that when they're stopped for a rest, um, Lily randomly, we don't really see how, I don't think, but uh, she kind of randomly gets this thing that they've mentioned before, which is a logic virus. Um, her eyes begin to blink red, and she seems to go insane um, in in some way. Uh, the it seems that the further for the resistance, the protocol is to kill anyone who gets a logic virus uh, in order to stop it from spreading and to stop them from killing everybody else around them. However, the Yorha units uh, seem to be able to cure it, and so they start to attempt to do that. Yeah, it's more or less, um, you know, the equivalent of a zombie outbreak. Uh, you know, it's just, but in the, you know, they apparently they have the equipment needed to, uh, you know, autocorrect that virus. You know, they they only hint at it a little bit, and they they mentioned that the pods can do similar in the um, in the beginning as well. Oh yeah, they do. Um, Something that uh, they show, the way that they show that they're able to cure uh, Lily from the logic virus is another one of the Yorha units seems to have a, a hacking ability similar to that of 9S. Um, they just kind of show that it's a, a similar sort of thing that's going on there. So that seems to have, uh, so that tells me that they have that, but that the resistance does not have hacking abilities or skills um, because of the type of unit that they are. So anyway, it's kind of a, a just an interesting, maybe put two and two together on that. Um, yeah. Also the, uh, during the hack though, to try to, you know, save Lily, that's when you get a few glimpses into her past. Uh, there's, so the unit that is currently doing the hack sees essentially Lily being tied up and strangled by a different, uh, just a different 
unit of some sort. Uh, you don't, you're not given much. Uh, they're just, you know, uh, but yeah, she's bound and being choked out. And that's when Rose comes in and kills uh, that, uh, you know, the assault uh, and saves Lily. And so because of that, she kind of has this idolization of Rose. Yeah, that must be the reason. Yeah, I meant to go back and free trim that, but I forgot to kind of see what was going on there. Um, because, uh, yeah, so that seems to uh, shed a little bit of light on their past and, uh, and, and, and why they're close. But, but they're able to rescue Lily, cure her from the logic virus. And uh, it seems like that's kind of a turning point the two sides seem to coalesce a bit more. Um, so then it, it flashes forward from that point and it shows that uh, basically the whole group is, uh, is you know, jumping ahead is now making this attack on the server, but there seems to be 300,000 uh, machines in the area. So they kind of jump back and show Lily and to be kind of walking around somewhere. I guess they're still following nine S as he's trying to, finish up with his mission uh, 9s had to go back to fix an error uh on one of the early like the number two uh device that he oh, implanted oh yeah because he's like all the way all the way back there and so that's why he originally he goes backwards um and then they're just like okay we'll just go forward yeah that uh, must so be kind of... good i don't know that's just kind of it and that's why he doesn't come in till the very end they don't show they don't show him till like they're pretty much done talking uh, yeah it's a pretty dour episode overall so uh i could tell pretty much immediately okay they're gonna use 9s to infuse a little bit of comedy you know early on um and then the rest is probably not gonna be <laughs> funny at all but uh you know that seems to be the way a lot of these episodes go um so uh yeah so um yeah that, they're pinned down at this point uh, and those, you know, the from the Pacific, there's, uh, you know, the 300,000 units coming at them. And so they're radioing for, you know, for more reinforcements. And you see the commander kind of just standing there, gritting her teeth, uh, but not set, speaking up while the operator up in front is saying this, is, you know, these are the instructions for the commander. And, you know, you're going to, you know, it's like to proceed with the mission. Uh, so, yeah, they get no help once again. And that's the common uh, the common thing is the moon don't send anything about, you know, they don't care. And that's, you know, that was pretty much all you get. And then they disconnect from them saying, you know, pretty much, you know, finish your mission or die, uh, that either one. So that, and that's when they start to lose people, uh, because that's when it's like typical movie fashion, you know, <laughs> like, you know, some people go out early, uh, unexpectedly, and then everyone has to then slowly make the heroic last stand to buy other people time. Yeah, only it's like compressed until about like three minutes. So it's very like, oh, okay, you know, uh, they're kind of just getting blown away. Um, they'd still do a pretty good job of, of kind of, uh, kind of showing it, making it not quite like comical or anything like that. They they, they make it uh, pretty serious. But um, about the uh, kind of being denied. So I do remember from the beginning of the manga of this story before they meet the resistance members. Um, you know the the, the Yorha units crash on the on on the planet, uh, and they and they they're like, hey, well, there's only four of us left. Like, we can't complete the mission, and, and so they radio up to the base, and the base tells them the same thing that they're telling them uh, here. Like, you know, well, 
keep carrying on with the mission. And they're like, we're going to die. <laughs> so yeah, it that, seems to be a motif. The, they make reference to that in the beginning of the episode too. When they, when they first meet up with the resistance, they say that they crashed. Uh, and that's why they needed the help. But they're, they're trying to plead with that resistance group. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's, it's more than a four man mission. So yeah. Yeah. Apparently it's only like 12 needed or something like that. So yeah, there were, there were a lot that was started out in the manga. Um, so yeah. So yeah, they die one by one as they're making assault on an assault on this uh, server. Um, but they do manage to get inside of the facility and, um, and, you know, kind of long story short, um, the captain ultimately captain Rose ultimately ends up sacrificing herself um, to accomplish the mission and seemingly to save Lily. Um, yeah, she was, she does, you know, you're given the, she is wounded is what, what they tell you. And so you're, you know, you're led to believe that she's probably just mortally wounded. So she's going to also make the heroic last stand, but every, uh, for the two other prior Yodoha units, when things goes, um, when you know things get serious, they decide to take off their blindfolds so you can get a good look at their face before they go off into the blaze of glory, uh, which I found kind of funny. Uh, yeah, you know, it's I don't know, like I said, it is a you know, it's a sweet little like Hollywood moment, you know, like like yeah, though that's like uh, we're not going to go down that easy, and we're going to buy you some time, and it's just like all right, but. Uh, one of the things I did find interesting is the the one that actually cured Lily. Uh, she actually gets infected uh, by the logic virus, and uh, one of the other uh, resistance members, you know, decides to stand by her because they're going to be needed to bring the elevator down. And then what happens? You know, they you know you don't know if necessarily she's going to assist with um, possibly executing her as well, uh, but. Yeah. They they do make an offhanded comment saying, "Well, she should hopefully be able, to, like, she should be able to, like, you know, fix herself, you know." And but then the other one still needs to operate the elevator. Uh, but at the same time, right before the elevator went down, they were literally uh, the enemy was banging at the door and like making dents into the armor plating. So you know they're about to be overrun. Uh, but that way they that way they don't go out alone. Essentially, yeah. Maybe that was kind of the the ultimate part of it. Like. The way that I thought about it was like, okay, the person that is able to cure logic viruses just got a logic virus. So to me, it's like they need to be put down because there really is no other way. But also, yeah, there's there's machines coming in and somebody needs to do the elevator. Uh, yeah, so it's probably all of the above or maybe something more you know specific that I wasn't able to read into. But yeah, they it kind of um, there's definitely some somber um somber goodbyes and some uh some some sad sort of friendship sort of scenes that happen there as uh they all go out um but uh but Lily does manage to survive and they show the fields of inert machines um as they have been able to shut down the server and Lily kind of um she she shoots her gun and stuff like that and I hate I hate it when they do this in shows and movies is like, no, save the bullets. <laughs> like, yeah. Know? Okay. So the, the, I, I hate that too, but at the same time, so one thing you glossed over real quick was earlier on, they, they talk about how Lily has a pistol and she doesn't like it because it's oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the, at the very end, uh, when Rose throws her in the elevator, 
uh she takes the uh lily tries to end her own life she blames herself and so the rose takes the pistol but gives her the ak and that way uh you know saying essentially you know it's like it's a gift to remember her by slash you know like she wants her to fight on live on you know all that all the cheesy stuff that you get with all these you know scenes um but at the same time i'm like yeah she's wasting her bullets but there is literally no one left alive uh and to answer your question, how she made it to the mainland, she built a boat out of the dead units. That is easily done. I mean, there yeah. was a lot of them. Uh, 300,000 to be exact. Yeah, there's probably enough to, so, to build some kind of thing to get out of there. But you're right. Like the, you know, shooting in the gun into the air was more a cathartic moment because, yeah, she started out with the little pistol. And then by the end, um, she was given the the big girl machine gun. Um, and so it kind of symbolized her growing up and becoming um, kind of battle hardened, which is the Lily that we see in the future in the, uh, I guess the present of the TV show, we're seeing a Lily that is uh, not really afraid of anything is not still not quite so talkative, but definitely a lot more confident in uh, what she chooses to do and uh, the way she chooses to act. Yeah, for sure. Uh, then, you know, it essentially goes back to, you know, the current present time and you're seeing uh, to be just, you know, talking and she makes this offhanded comment about, you know, wouldn't like something like, wouldn't it be nice uh, if you're, if any of if, you know those com any of the comrades you didn't see at the end because you don't know what happened to the last handful of units. Uh, she says that, you know, all she says is Rose was injured. She doesn't quite remember. And then she got thrown in the elevator. They don't say what happened to the number two unit or there was another uh, Yoroha unit that had um, she only had one eye covered. Uh, everyone else had like the you know two eyes covered with the cloth. And you know, so you don't know what happened to essentially the last three rows or the two Yoroha units. You just know that they succeeded. Um, and so she to uh, says, wouldn't it be nice if like some uh, some of them survived. And then it then it shuts, uh, shows a clip of in the woods a bunch of uh dead you know uh machine life forms and what looks like shovel knight running at this one <laughs> yeah. with really long uh silver hair or like you know white hair and then she just essentially uh quick dodges and you know kills it in one you know fell move so i'm like but it seriously looks like shovel knight it does yeah it does the dude looks like shovel knight um so yeah uh, uh but, but you do get to see a uh birthmark which is the you know the the one physical trait of uh, the number two units. So you're led to believe that it's possibly the original number two unit that is now has grown their hair out long. Uh, so you know, which makes you wonder how much of them actually grow, because do they have fingernails? Uh, the Lily from the past looked smaller, you know, but it just might be the demeanor of her in mentality. But she's yeah. literally compared to Rose was. She would hide behind her often enough. Yeah, she's like, like literally if, hiding behind her. Unless yeah. if Lily's only like I don't know four eight or something, she she just might be a tiny you know resistance member. I don't know. Um, so that's is that's kind of unique there too. So you know, but it's potentially there's uh, the number two unit still alive and still like fighting. Yeah, yeah, I think that they. Yeah, there's so, so um, this is a character, if you've played the game, you definitely know who this character is that they're revealing at the end, and um, it's pretty cool, it's uh, it's definitely exciting, um, 
to see her finally come into it. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, so we're kind of introduced to her already in like, you know, basically like four seconds of screen time as a badass. Um, you can put two and two together on it. And that's what I like about this show so far is that they are doing a really good job of, of showing like a few seconds of something and, and showing like all of this, like telling all this story in just a little bit of time, just enough to get you to have a good sense of who you're looking at without belaboring the point or having to like, just give it to like someone saying, did you know that this person did this thing? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's much cooler to be shown that than just told by some voice actor. So I like that. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so then that, that ends and uh, we get a little bit different, um, ending uh kind of animation uh the ending credit scene is you know is uh different for a change i was going to mention the same thing uh yeah you see the entire resistance member cast one by one uh like as they slowly pan up and they start to disappear uh as you know as the as they go to the bottom of the screen they kind of fade out uh because you know they're all dead yeah show the next one so it's a little bit of an it's 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 a little bit of a homage uh paid to them kind of like uh sort of a remembrance i guess yeah and then at the very end you see a lily reaching up to the skies and then the camera you know turns and then essentially it's her young self and then her uh adult self you know uh them reaching hands essentially uh so it's kind of that yeah yeah you had to watch all the way through that to get that uh sort of odd little little scene there but uh very poignant i, I like I, I like that kind of stuff it's um it's a it's a good way to really i don't know make your it's a little extras that seem to kind of be a little cherry on top for the for the episode speaking of cherries on top the uh the puppet show comes next um at the end and uh Seems to be, you know, mocking the last episode, which I I'm start starting to see uh, kind of a pattern here where they do, you know, something serious and then they and then the next episode they just kind of mock it, which is which is always fun. But it's um Adam, the puppet Adam, reading a book about fishing, and Eve is annoying him with questions and asking him to do stuff, and they figure out a way to show some risque drawings in there. Uh, Again. Well, because the puppets are so detailed. I mean, uh, and so this time uh, Eve is dressed in a traditional uh, male sailor uniform. Uh, so it has the black suit with the gold buttons. And uh, then you have uh, Adam, who's more of the uh, modern or contemporary, like, you know, uh, blazer and tie school uniform. And that's, you know, he's like, you know, explaining we have to wear these because that's what the humans did for learning, uh, essentially, because they're now cosplaying as students. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so uh, the entire time, uh, Eve is, keeps on just calling him Nichan uh, again and again and again to the point where he just, uh, Adam just, you know, zones out, doesn't pay attention to him and he focuses 100% on the book and then disappears and to become a fisherman. Yeah, he says something really weird before he leaves. He says some this cryptic thing. It's like mackerel's bite with every cast, and then that's when he like disappears. And the uh, the 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 post credits uh, words say uh, he went off to become a fisherman. I guess uh, 
and that's the end. And uh, yeah, bye. <laughs> it's just like it's just like done. Um, yeah. So I guess yeah, it's not really. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it's not really necessarily a bad ending, you know, per se. It's just uh, yeah. <laughs> your 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 antagonist just gives up and lives lives the fisherman life. So yeah, it's like because, it's like I guess we don't have a story since we don't have an antagonist anymore. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess you would have to basically be like, well, we're out, we're done, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, that uh, that marks the end of uh, the final end of the episode. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I thought it was a pretty solid episode. They're still they're still going along with with the vignettes type thing, but they're able to string stuff together fairly well. Um, overall, compared to the other episodes, how did you like this one? Yeah, this was this was overall all in all good, like start to finish. I mean, yeah, a little cheesy points here and there, but it had enough uh, backstory, enough action, enough dialogue, and you know, it's they crammed what could have been like a two or three episode story arc into one one episode, which I found that. I actually like that speed and the pacing because you don't have to linger on things too long. You don't have to milk it out too long. Just like, you know, it was, I may have, you know, slightly poked fun at it. But them saying their goodbyes essentially was, um, you know, it's like, you know what? That's fine. You don't have to milk this out for too long. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, you don't have to really show this entire montage of them bonding, you know, like to get, you know, from going from enemies to friends to like brothers in arms. And I'm like, yeah, you, that's fine. You did it in the right pacing and you, you, you showed everything you needed to. We got the hint and yeah, you're not really, I prefer the speed of storytelling over the slow bits of the first, you know, or the second episode, I should say. Oh yeah. Mostly because. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting more out of it. I mean, if you're trying to make it an art piece, episode two would be more artsy that way. Yeah. But I would, I'm like, time is limited. Uh, you only have so many episodes. It, it sucks. But unless if you're going to be doing, you know, unless if that's the whole show, like that's how you're really going to do it. I mean, like I said, and a one-off episode is fine. Look, uh, but thank God they're not doing it for every episode because I would lose my mind. If this, if this show had had, um. If this show had Attack on Titan money, then what we just saw would be probably that probably would be a whole season. I mean, we got to be honest. Like that that whole thing would be like, well, let me tell you about the time when this happened, and they would just like go back for like five, six, ten episodes oh, and yeah. show the whole thing. It would have been a, it would have been a full episode of how uh, how Rose you know saved Lily and how their their very first encounter, opposed to. A literal five, four to five scene memory flash while being hacked to you know to be saved. You know that that's like boom, like flash, flash, flash. There you go. That's all you needed to know. That that's that's that. like all right, we're good. Yeah. We saved money and you saved time. Yeah, <laughs> that sure. is what I we mean, wanted. There really isn't you know like uh, that's the thing is all of our times are limited. <laughs> Respect it and go yeah. on. So. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, so we're six episodes in, um, it, it looks like we probably have, uh, a good bit to go. I, I think that, uh, the show is going to get more than 12 episodes. I could be wrong. Maybe just, just this season will get 12. Um, but, uh, I think the show overall, at least the story is not going to be told in 12. It doesn't look like it to me. I could be wrong though, but we'll see. But, uh, yeah, all in all pretty good. Um, 
Yeah. Anything else that you want to bring up? No, we pretty much covered it all. So, I mean, it's, you know, looking forward to the next episode. Uh, you know, this one was a decent one, despite it not actually progressing any current story. It does shed a little more insight to the, you know, to the past, uh, explains a little more about, more about the units and, you know, even that just that little tidbit of the commander being upset and having essentially for who knows how long constantly having to, um, watch her subordinates die and you know choke down the like up you know uh the anger you know it seems uh for not being able to actually help them out uh but i mean i've been kind of speculating this for a while now for the last couple episodes Mm. that i mean it's one of those far far you know you know left theories of being well maybe the uh maybe the moon slash you know the actual headquarters is playing both sides and you know they're they're trying to make a forced evolution uh that that is me really throwing something out into the wind but being like yeah you know what if i'm gonna have to come up with a conspiracy theory of some sorts i'm like i can totally see them being like well we're kind of constantly have them fighting uh trying the yoraha units going against you know obscene numbers obscene situations watching them try to evolve you know because hey so long as they can move their consciousness that that really does help uh, you know, and just to see how, you know, see what, out, what things come from it. At the same time, you have your resistance members who should all theoretically be wiped out by now. You know, as far as they've not gotten any backup, they've been having a war of attrition for how long now? And yet they're still sticking around. Uh, but you need you need a common enemy, you know, you need it for them to fight. And then you still, but, you know, by if they're all wiped out, you can't get any resources. So that seems a little odd i don't know there's just there's a lot of missing loopholes i'm like well if they're controlling both sides um and trying to see if they can if their minions can evolve into a higher form uh or if their yoroha units can be the peak of evolution because currently they've already gotten the machine life forms to go uh, from hostile to you know to peaceful and also to evolve themselves to adam and eve and they make reference to potential other units in the future when they first when you heard the disembodied voice talking and and also how did they know how did they know they're adam and eve i mean because the adam and eve would have given that name to themselves yeah no one told adam and eve who their names are or at least you're not told you're not shown that and so how does the moon know what their names are that's a good point because adam and eve didn't say that when they were fighting they didn't introduce themselves the moment that one of them was born stabbed <laughs> and then the other birthed from them were like ta-da we're adam and eve yo we're out i mean it's literally Peace. the next episodes they the moon talks about these weird life forms adam and eve and any others in you know that you might come across and then the next scene they're talking to each other you know at the table and they're saying Adam, Eve, blah, 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 blah. So that's, you know, I'm like, well, that's really uh, suspicious to say the least. Yeah, I don't remember how they figured that out in the game either. Uh, but you bring up a good point. It's like, this is sort of, you you may have found like a plot, like a, a plot hole, um, which I'm sure you'll It'll be answered. It's, a, it's something so, you accidentally screwed up on, answered it in some like, you know, phone book or something like that, thrown to the curb. <laughs> some like near sponsored phone book. <laughs> yeah. It's probably, some, some that's what I was going to say. 42. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say is Yoko Taro has probably answered that with some ticky tack bullshit. Like, Oh, 
Yeah, they have sensors and they're listening to Adam and Eve talk. And so that's how they know what they're calling themselves. Uh, yeah, there's, there's canon material in their art book, if I remember correctly. Just like you'd see character information or something like that, and like that was never talked about, but it's in the art book, and that's canon, and that's what you need to know. I'm like, what the hell? So yeah, th- there's, I mean, you know, there's some stuff that's canon from different games and stuff, and I was reading around on on Reddit. Some people kind of talking about it, like it's you know it's like this is canon too, you know that's canon. Oh, that, that's it. Like there's some stuff from the first game, and the the kind of the two versions of the first game that came out, um, and the reason the reasons why there's two versions is that there's like a canon reason, but if you start like looking at it, it's just like this is nonsense. It doesn't. You can tell that it's it's Yoko Taro trying to trying to make the people who bought like the game that's not really canon, which is the Xbox game. You can tell it's him trying to make those people feel good about the game that they, that they bought. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't, the, the reasoning doesn't really hold up, but it's like, I'm, I'm just glad that they try. It's, it's uh it's good that they, that they at least care enough to, uh, make up some kind of bullshit uh, explanation. So, yeah, uh, I think that's going to do it for us here on this uh, near episode six, Lone Wolf, a discussion cast. Um, thanks for hanging out, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Bye.